you're watching Fine and Dandy. Cheers. Hi, my name's Cameron, and you need to check out the Fine and Dandy podcast. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Watch the Fine and Dandy podcast. Good shit. Hey, what's up? We're Solway, and you're watching, watching Fine, Fine and Dandy. Dandy. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Blacasso, and you're tuning in with Fine and Dandy. You are now watching Fine and Dandy! All right. Fine and Dandy podcast. We are Hope Fine and Dandy. That's the intro. That's the intro. That was dude. the intro. That was the intro. Hope you guys are ready for uh, your episode. Uh, if you didn't watch the last one, we got a new setup over here. Oh, yeah, dude. We got a new Iron uh, Man. Established. <laughs> 2019, baby. Fuck yeah, dude. We got, you know, Doofles over here. Always. Doofles Always. is, is wall, wall ready. We uh, rearranged some things. We swapped the Cuddy and the Jim Jim. And we put our painting from Tyreek above the Cuddy. I think it looks mighty well. Yeah, honestly, I would. Pretty sick. Thank you guys again uh, for listening. I think this episode's going to be a good one. Uh, coming off a good run of guests. We enjoyed every single one of them. 100th episode was super You're cutting out a little bit, but bu- Hello? Yeah, I mean, just stay in there. Stay in that range. All right. Uh, yeah, so coming off a good run of guests. Super uh, excited for those. Got my girlfriend's episode. Uh, probably releasing as we speak. Uh, then we got another good guest right after that. It was a really good conversation, all of those. Honestly, it's good to see us really continuing on and pushing forward. Yeah, dude. I think these guest episodes have been, like, I don't want to say easy, but they've been fun, I think. I, I, I don't know. Like, they've been really, like, easy to do. I think guest episodes, for me, have, have always been kind of, like, no thought, like process goes into it. It's kind of just like, like let's in the moment see where it goes, and they usually like feel very flow, like flow state esque. You know what I mean? Like very, I can get into the moment very easy. Whereas then whenever it's with me and you, I feel like I have to like think more about what I'm about to say and like kind of get more in that like zone before we get started type shit. But whenever a guest is here, I'm just like, let's get fucking. Get in there, dude. Yeah, at some point we'll, we should. We're probably gonna have to get more prepped though, because you know we're gonna have guests we don't know as that well. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been lucky to have like fairly good relationships with most of our guests. Yeah, if not all. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, if not all, so it's it that has helped us out a lot, you know. And w- I mean, if you look at all older guest episodes, I think we were kind of just all over the place a little bit. But the newer ones definitely a lot better, a lot more direction to them. Uh, really happy with the way that they went. But yeah, sh- for sure, check those out. Uh, if you haven't already, super sick. Super glad to have had all of them on. Uh, pretty sick. Also, I'd just like to give a big shout-out to Pac-Man the Movie. Uh, they just performed their first concert back. I got a T right here, a little graphic T. Graphic uh, tizzle. For uh, Pac-Man the Movie. Uh, the show was super awesome. Uh, went, to, went through some band struggles for a little bit, but got, got everyone back together in, in the biz and really showed those people who uh, who was boss. Uh, also, I think on uh, if you look them up on Facebook, 
Uh, he posted the link for because he got someone to come out and record the whole thing. So he's got the whole set on YouTube as Pac Man the movie. Super sick. Also, shameless plug here. Uh, Winton will also be performing at uh, the show I have. He's com- doing good. Yeah. yeah, at the show I have coming up, it's going to be a homie fest. Because all the homies are going to be performing. I even got some homies coming in, taking, uh, doing photography. You're going to have a videographer. Super sick. Uh, full lineup, electronic music, got some metal, got the hybrid with Winton in, on In the Low. It's going to be a fucking great time. Uh, come out, have fun. Uh, thank you guys again uh, for staying with us and for having us get this far. And for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, got having us on your screens and, uh, you know, listening to us and sticking with us through the whole time, through the process. Means a lot. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to do this stuff. Where where can the lovely fans find out more about your homie fest? Uh, look at my profile on Facebook. Look at my profile on Twitter. Uh, look at my Instagram. Literally any of my socials. Rad Dude Dandy. Uh, it's the same thing across all platforms. That way, it's not difficult for anyone to find me. I don't like being. Oh, this is my this profile. I'm difficult. This is my this profile. I'm very difficult. Keep it simple. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, my Facebook is just my name. I make sure people can't find me. Yeah, no. <laughs> find me anywhere. I don't give a fuck. So, yeah, all the information will be there. There's a flyer done by my beautiful girlfriend, uh, Shelby. Did the flyer for that. and That's fire. That good stuff. So, that's out to her for that as well. Yeah. Uh, she also told me she beat me if I didn't tell. No, I'm kidding. She didn't say that. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. But I, Thank you, dude. She said, I'll beat your ass if you don't tell everyone I did it. Maybe I'll beat your dick. <laughs> I, I wasn't. But hey, dude, that's for, that's for the, you know, that's for later, dude. dude that's not a punishment. <laughs> Welcome. All right. Find a podcast. Find a podcast. Oof. Fun Today. One. Yeah, we're going to talk about the beautiful game of life this episode. The uh, board game. Some of our perspectives on it, you know. You know what's crazy is I still don't know how to explain our podcast. I still could not, like, when people, what's it about? Thanks. Yeah, dude, I sound stupid every time I explain it, because it's like, the, I think the way that I've found comfortable explaining it, it still sounds fucking retarded, but, like, what I He, ma- he did not mean people, that. No, I did. Uh, no, I did. Uh, essentially, what I've been telling people is, is that it's an opinion-based podcast where two roommates talk shit about where, whatever it comes up like to them and lately we've been able to have guests on and that's dope. That's uh, my explanation. It's a horrible explanation. And it's horrible and it sounds stupid. Everybody's like, wait. Good luck. I wouldn't listen to that if someone yeah, told no. me. I mean I've gotten bro, the fucking um shout out if you're listening to this episode. But um the owner of the little Mexican restaurant next door to my job, which I not gonna shout out because I don't want people to know where I work. But uh he is subscribed to the podcast and he's watched has watched a few episodes. Uh he we got to talking about it like one day on my lunch break whenever I went over to this cause this spot it has like a sick ass lunch deal. They either have to have like tacos or enchiladas or d- other different like uh dishes for like six ninety nine or seven ninety nine for for like the dish and then like rice and beans type shit. And we'll do shout outs, bro. What the fuck? Oh no, yeah, we will. But uh, my point was is that like 
one day he we just got to talking and I told him about what we do. And he, the next time I went in, he was like, bro, I couldn't find, like, I couldn't get into it. So I sent him the link. And then the next time I went in, he was like, I actually got to check it out. Like, that shit was dope and shit like that. Like, that shit was sick. Whenever I was like, damn, I got this, I got somebody to watch. That shit's kind of fun. I don't know. It felt good. Because I'm not used to doing very much marketing. But it felt good, like, whenever I, like, made that connection, like, face-to-face type shit. And then on it, like, paid off. You know what I mean? Well, paid off, I guess. But like, reaped benefits mutually type shit. Cause I've, I'm still going there every day. It's a good ass spot. Like, I'm gonna be a customer no matter what. That's but fair. to be able to like have them enjoy what we're doing too is kind of sick as fuck. Yeah, I'm a big believer in like mutual beneficiary. Unif- mutually beneficial relationships. Yes. Same thing, right? I don't think so. Uh, no, nah, I think the benef- <laughs> I think a beneficiary is definitely uh, definitely definitely a different thing. It's a different thing, but yeah, no, mutually be- beneficial relationships. I think everyone, you know, help each other some way, not in a uh, devious type of way, like you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Just in more so in the fact that you know, hey, I mean, genuinely, a genuine, just you know, mutual beneficial, mutually beneficial. <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard for me. I love the way you just explained that because it's like, uh, do you remember in, I don't remember what grade it was whenever they were teaching us like the structure of writing an essay type shit and how writing a response to a question, like to make it longer, you would just start off by repeating the question. Fuck you. So, <laughs> so it'd be like, uh, what did Tommy eat after lunch on Thursday? You start off with it like, after lunch on Thursday, Tommy <laughs> ate. <laughs> That's how I felt you just explained that. That was funny as fuck. Mutually beneficial uh, relationships, I would like it's to say. It's a relationship that benefits both parties mutually. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what I meant, though. Like, I know what you mean. not in a sense like you're doing something and hope someone does. It's just y'all both genuinely want to help each other out. Right. Do something that. Maybe later down the road we'll help each other. And and it's not like I guess like there is a a difference because the best type of those relationships is those sincere ones where both people don't really want anything from the other person. They're doing it out of the kindness of their heart, but both people have kindness in their heart, so they're both helping each other out. Whereas there's a lot of situations and especially in like media and things like that where people are helping out somebody so they can get somewhere else type shit instead of like actually wanting to help someone they're doing it so that they have the benefit of the mutual you know what i mean like i think there is a difference between someone who's willing to give without the expectation of a mutually beneficial relationship because that's the person that you want to give back to that's the person you want to be in a mutually beneficial relationship with you don't want the person that's like well what am i getting out of this you know what i mean like like yeah, I mean like you'll still get the, s- the same I guess the same amount of help, but the 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 difference is in the details, I feel like. Oh, 100%. Most of I I'd say I've become very resourceful and end up like finding things that I need for whatever projects I'm working on, but honestly it's come from just literally years of me just making act, like not even knowing I'll need any of that later down the road, but just Making friends with people and making those genuine connections, and then somehow later down the road being like, "Oh, I know. Wait, 
I know a person that does that stuff, you know? Right. But you're not thinking about it before. You're just genuinely making these connections with people that you find uh, cool on a certain level or, you know, vibe on the same frequency, whatever, you know, terms you want to use for that. But, and then it just it ends up working out. I don't know. Life's weird like that. Yeah. But I, I, think, like that. I think that's a good, for anybody who might be trying to do anything, I think a good business model is to just be genuine. Really try to make those connections with people genuinely. Don't expect anything necessarily out of it. Go in trying to actually get to know people and trying to get to know their background, where they're from. I think those thing, those types of relationships end up in the long, in the long term. Yeah, they do end up working out the best for you in the long run. I I think that um it is a lot more difficult to kind of recognize those relationships for what they are. I think it's in today's society, I think a lot of people have difficulty recognizing like a true relationship or like someone being authentic with them you know what i mean because of how many fictitious and like fabricated relationships like social media has created i think people have lost the ability to recognize when someone actually wants to help or know something about them or give back to that person it always i don't know about you but for me it's like whenever you receive a gift or whenever you someone does something nice for you kind of it feels like why why are you doing this type shit you know what i mean like like i'm not saying i i wouldn't do this or that you're wrong for doing it but like in my head it's like what made you do this because how like how did you think that this is the thing that you wanted to do was help me today or give back to me some way that I didn't ask for or some shit like you know you know what I mean like those moments always feel like I don't deserve this or some shit like that. I still feel like that a lot, dude. Like anytime someone does something genuinely nice for me or just goes out of the way to help me in what case may be, I always end up just I do deserve this, you know. But I'm always very thankful, very appreciative, very thankful because you know yeah right my problems, but. Very gen, uh, like very thankful, very grateful because I I know that you know, a lot of I don't necessarily lean on the people in my life, but I don't know where I would be without them. Without the people that I do have around, they definitely have helped me to grow, uh, be where I am today, become the person that I never knew that I could be, you know. Like there's a lot of things I I found out about myself recently just because of the kindness of a, you know, other people. It's really right. crazy. Just like people believing in me or people really just loving me for for me at the end of the day, not necessarily what I can offer, not for uh who they think I could think I could be, but just genuinely like loving me for who I am and seeing potential in me that I before may not may have seen a little bit, but not necessarily ever really acted on or really like had full faith in, you know, like oh, I could do that or, you know, whatever the case may be. But like people who are just like, yeah, dude, honestly, I fucking got it. Right. Yeah. It, this I, is for you guys. I don't know. I think there is like that. Um, there's like a threshold you have to cross where your gratefulness kind of translates from 
this this feeling of like I don't deserve this to like wow I I I mean I ha they they gave they already gave me this now I have to give back. Hang on. That's nice. Pause. <laughs> I talk while he's uh, while he's taking care of that. Uh, just I'll, I'll piggyback. Oh shit. Pause. Just cut me. All right, we took a quick cut because Josh spilled his beer. I spilled a beer. Party foul. Uh, but it's all good. We're back. Uh, we were to go back to what we were talking about. Uh, he's talking about how, you know, you have these people who really just, you know, have the kindness of heart they give, and then you get to a point where, you know, you want to give back. It's not even like a – well, sometimes you're like – I like sometimes it may be like I feel like I have to, but it's not even that. It's just you feel that kindness. You know, it's contagious almost. Yeah, Conta that's kind of what I meant. Is, is that thing. there's a threshold that crosses where from you go from not feeling like you did don't deserve it to feeling like you have to give back, and that is that contagion being like passed up along. You know what I mean? Like because I don't think anyone really feels like they deserve whenever they re receive something. You know what I mean? I mean even the people that you think are of in reverence probably look at themselves. In the same way that you look at yourself, all you see is all your flaws, 
I mean, not, I'm not saying every person is like disgusted with what they see in the mirror, but every person lives with the baggage that they have from their past. And not every person deals with that baggage well. A lot of people don't deal with that baggage at all. So it's it's difficult to be that person that sees all this baggage in the mirror and think that you can exist without it and that you can be deserving of someone else seeing through all of that stuff that you can't see through just to give you something that you think you don't deserve. I'm gonna say, be careful with that. I know. I'm. I'm okay. Good yeah. here. All right. All right. Cool. I was like, don't fucking <laughs> swing in and just knock it off the table this time. But no, agreed. Uh, and for some of the, like for people that you know aren't used to that or accustomed to that, are it's weird though because some people are all not just don't feel deserving of love. Some people I don't even think. I think everyone has the capacity for love, but some people have so much trauma that it's like dug deep underneath all of that. But. You have to kind of be willing to accept love at a, at a point. Like, there are people who really want love, but they don't know how to accept it. And it does take that time. And sometimes, you know, that kindness is contagious. That's something I want to get better at is being more kind in certain situations because there are times where yeah. life just beats you down. And you're just over it. But And it's easy to, whenever you get in those moments of, like, feeling beat down, it's easy to be the person that, like, gives that back to somebody you know and like like take your anger out on somebody else or like yell at your dogs when they're barking it's like it's easy to like let that frustration loose it's really like difficult to restrain yourself from exerting that energy in unhealthy and destructive ways because those unhealthy and destructive ways a lot of times feel really good. A lot of times it feels good to fucking punch a wall. I mean, obviously not afterwards, but like that adrenaline going through you, like it feels like there's almost nothing else you can do. But once you do it, obviously you live with the regret of having to deal with maybe a broken hand or filling a drywall or especially worse if you're talking about not punching a wall and maybe punching a person. And so uh, that's what I'm saying is it's like, it's difficult to fi- to do the restraint because the restraint is doesn't feel good. Nothing feels good about the restraint, but in hindsight, you feel good about all the times you showed restraint. It is the one of the things you look back on and say, "I don't regret that." <laughs> you know, what I mean, like I have a lot of regret. That's the thing is, it's like people sit will say like, "The regrets I have aren't the things I did; it's the things I didn't do." But I think the other, the flip side of that is, is like the worst regrets I have are the things I did. <laughs> like I, yeah, like I, I regret not being able to do that because that experience would have been. Oh, that's a hypothetical regret. The real life regret is the shit I absolutely did do, and wish I fucking did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they both go hand in hand. You know, it's a, it's a they do, bit. but that's what I'm saying. Like that flip side isn't talked about as much in whenever that comment gets brought up. That is true. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of things like I wish I would. You know, you got to work past all that. Okay. Or someone else has to work that. past that at the end of the day. You know, or that's worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone else having to live with that. It, that is uh, very tough. Kind of crazy though. Uh, recently, I just like the more I realized it and like inspired me a lot is like. A lot of the people that you find that are people will say are for the culture or a lot of people that are really doing the most for the community. You know how like much of a capacity uh, a 
pa- like for love or just like a passion for something you have to have in order to really build something, you know, not just a business. I'm I'm talking about you know something that's gonna last forever in people's hearts. You know, yeah, not just something that's you know like oh this is a big thing that people just you know pay money to because it's well known or whatever the case may be. I mean, whatever it is, whether it's music or whether it's sp- like maybe a small sporting community, whatever the case may be, is. You know, it's p- the the people that create that stuff. They spend countless hours and time putting this stuff together, and wanting people to have a good time and like making sure everything's good. Almost not e- like not expecting any you know praise or any you know type I of mean, appreciation in return. Like they do it because they just enjoy that shit. Think so about much. it on a smaller scale. Like obviously, it's the the reasoning is maybe more rooted in like a religious place, but like think about the nuns that like the only enjoyment that they get on a weekly basis is seeing people Banking smile children. from the tamales that they get s- they like sell outside the fucking church and shit nice. like that yeah you don't know about that all right that's just maybe like a catholic church thing but like the nuns that used to like sit outside our fucking sunday church they knew everybody like by name they they would like that was their day to connect with everybody type shit everybody would come up there they would sell off some tamales. All the money would go to the church and shit like that. I, I mean, I don't know if all the money went to the church. But uh, all the money would go to the church. It was, like, some of the nicest people. But, like, whenever you kind of, like, look back on this, like, that person spent all day, every day, devoting themselves to God and, like, with their beliefs and this community that they built within this church. Like, they, that, I, whether you believe in it or not, or whether you subscribe to that religion or any religion or whatever, like, that's hard to do. That's hard to say, like, fuck all this society shit. I, I'm right here. You, If you need to find me, I'm in these walls. Kitchen's there. My bedroom's over there. I might be at the grocery store every now and then, but, like, I'm with God. Like that's that. How do you do that shit? How do you? Uh, how are you that person in the world of fucking Twitter and fucking? Oh. You know what I mean? Like I'd even go uh on a whole like different uh side of the spectrum here, but like the same concept is like you know, like I just started a new job, but like the people I work with, like they're good at the. You know, you could tell that they they take pride in their work. Mm. Like they're they're not there. To they're professionals. Yeah, they're not there to bullshit or like. Yeah. At corners, they're like, we're gonna do th- if we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it right, right? You know, and it, uh, that, and to me, at this point in my life, you know, maybe when I was younger, I'm like, why do you care? Right. But you know, now that I'm older, that's it's very inspiring, and you know, to look at someone and just know that they take pride in whatever they do, and that they like take the time to make sure that things are done right and correct, and you know, they're not getting praised for it, it's their job. It's like right. you're not, you're not getting praised. You're just like that's my job, and I take pride in doing. It. My yeah. job, and that that in itself is also just a very inspiring thing. And just like the the people I work with have so, like a lot of knowledge. You can tell they've been doing it for a while, but yeah, they have all this knowledge about what they're doing, and that in itself is is inspiring too. You know, I, I would agree because I mean, in my in the new job that I have, I've dealt with feeling the same way where I feel like I'm around people that move with purpose. I'm working with people, and like it, that's refreshing. That's new to me. You know, I haven't had that when i was working at amazon it felt just like i was when i was working like serving jobs like everybody i'm working with is literally just here for their paycheck and i i get how like most people are like that but like there is i feel like a difference of being around people that are just there to be paid and then there are being around people that are there for their reputation there for a future that may be in that career there for more like 
more reasons than just the amount of pay they're getting on that shift. You know what I mean? Like you, you can feel the energy in the air where people have purpose in what they're doing. And I feel like I'm out of place because I'm definitely there to collect my check. I don't know if I have a future in the industry that I'm in, but I, and I know I'm not moving with purpose yet. I'm trying to, but, uh, I'm definitely not there yet. I'm still adjusting to this new lifestyle, but Straight up, like I'm working with people every day that it feels like they're the adult in the room and they're my age, if not like a year adult above or a year below type shit. It's like I always feel like I'm the kid in the room, like not knowing, I don't want no responsibility. I don't want none of that shit. Like y'all seem like y'all know what y'all got going on, so I'm gonna let that ride. <laughs> I definitely feel that. Not the second half of that, more so. I'm like, let, give me some responsibility because I want to like figure this out. But like, it's it definitely. I still feel like, like that's it. what I'm saying. It's like I'm not saying I'm against the responsibility because every time I've gotten a little bit more responsibility, I've learned a lot of shit. Like I've actually learned a lot about the dental industry that and dental work and all kinds of shit like that that I never would have learned. I never would have ever thought of trying to learn this shit, but. And I'm not saying I'll need this information if I ever get a career outside of it, but having this information for myself and being able to p potentially share it with friends and family if they ever deal with, like, tooth pain or anything like that. I'm not saying I'm a fucking doctor or anything, but I can take the information I am learning and be able to apply it to my regular life. And that's something I was not gaining at Amazon. That was something I was not gaining in a restaurant. You know what I mean? I might be gaining the communication, the connections, the networking and things like that. But that's any job rel relatively other than like a fucking what's it called? A fucking uh, cubicle worker. Because, I mean, then you're just like you're blocked off like all day. You know, what I mean, like, you, kn you know, your cubicle mates and shit. But like that's the, that's like workaholic that. shit. You know, what I mean, like you got a couple of buddies. But other than that, you don't really have connections with that many people at that work most of them don't most want people you hate their job hate their boss and shit like that like i'm not trying to say anything bad about that job i mean everybody to each their own my point is is that like in my position the person that i am i'm lucky to be the learning what i'm learning because i haven't been experiencing that at any other job type shit that's where i'm at yeah it is like the process of learning it's exciting almost Almost, you're humbled in a way. Like I don't know shit. Right. But you're and learning a new craft, and I never thought I would be the the. Like I never thought I would be an employee at a job where I was the person that showed up first and unlocked the doors and turned the lights on and had that responsibility. I did not see that for myself. As minimal as that sounds, it's I just was like that's not me. Like I I'm the guy that shows up late and is like, all right, who picked up after my work. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Can I leave early? <laughs> Dude, the crazy thing is that I work for a small company. You know, and it, the thing is, it's not that many workers there. And they pack up the vans and everything. They have to know everything. They have, you know, all the tools, all that stuff. Right. And they're we're doing big jobs. Yeah. Some of the jobs we're doing are, like, big jobs. And it's, you know, just, but it's, like, the reputation is on the company, you know, so everyone has to, like, it's thing. it's crazy to me. Like everyone has to come with their A game. Even the new people, like I like some of the new people, are just like okay, I'm gonna get together. It's right. Like having that feeling. Like, I've never really worked with like I gotta make a name. Like not make a name for the company, but they all like have that much pride in their job. You and, represent the company. And even uh, I was talking to someone like I was working with. They just started like two. Or three. They were even saying how 
one of like the like main bosses. Like I didn't think he really like did much. You know, I thought he was just like a supervisor type of role. He knows everything. Like that dude knows. Like he if there's an, he comes in, he scopes out the area and like gives everyone else kind of the layout of like, oh no, this would probably be best or this. Like uh, if there's any questions they have, he's it's letting one of them those know. Things, like he looks like he's not doing anything because every time you see him, he's already done the work. You know what I mean? Like he's already gotten everything taken care of, so that when every time you see him, he's relaxing. You think he's doing nothing. Yeah, but that's because he's so far ahead and so on top of his shit that you think he's always doing nothing. Yeah, and he comes while in. While you're sleeping, he's doing your your job. He's letting <laughs> you know exactly what you right. need to do. That shit's like you look at that I'm like what the fuck, dude. It's, it's kind of sick. It's inspiring. It, it is really inspiring, is inspiring to have a boss like that. It's, uh, I think it's he's super. Like he's he's not like no one I work with is like mean. They're all about their shit, but they're like we just got to get it done. Like, that's it. And like crazy. To translate that, relate that to what I've been going through, the doctor that I work for is the dental director for all the locations in, like, the greater Houston area. So, essentially, I got, like, the cream of the crop to be working for type shit because he is, like, what represents what a doctor should be for all of these locations type shit. Yeah. So, I'm getting to learn from him. Instead of having to learn from a doctor in training or someone that isn't, like, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, dedicated to the craft or something like that, uh, I'm dealing with someone that not only is absolutely stands on their reputation, but cares so much about the dental process that they have represented the entire company for multiple like over what like 10 to 12 locations type shit to be the doctor that people go to whenever they have a question type shit like he's the implant specialist he's the fucking like uh what's it called i, I forgot the other thing that, that he does but like basically like me learning from him has was probably like one of the blessings in disguise of me getting that job because it's not close <laughs> you know it's not a close drive for me but the there have been trade offs that make it worth it if that makes sense. yeah the not just the education but like the community the community aspect as well like most of the people I work with are fucking sick as fuck I love everybody that I work with but it's not like I said it's not close so that it's like this trade off of like changing the lifestyle changing my sleeping schedule driving farther for work but actually enjoying my day and being excited to go back to work. Almost gives you more of a purpose knowing that you're waking Absolutely. up to go like do something that. And uh, to a degree, it's I'm not a firefighter or anything, but like no. to a degree, I'm serving the community in in an in aspect. I'm trying to help people get their dental work covered. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That it I, I'm on the smaller, obviously, some of the smaller scales is helping somebody type shit. And I I do take pride in that. I take pride in the things that I can do for anybody whether it's you and this podcast or my mom and whatever she's got going on like anything that i'm able to provide for anyone i feel like gives me purpose if that makes sense yep. and if i can make fucking money doing it while while i'm doing it then why not exactly <laughs> real shit though that is the uh book i just finished uh not too long ago it was talking about like even you know through everything like that because it, it was a self-help book but you know it's like talking about like waking up you know, getting your priorities in line, 
really just like setting out your day, having intentions in your day. But like one of the biggest things was that it talked about, which is was interesting, given the the kind of book that it was, was that you know just like serving, you know, make like a your life of service, you mm. know, having you know like because serving is it feels good, it makes you feel good. It's it's one of those mutually beneficial things, you know, when you're serving your community or you're serving people around you, you have this passion what you love and you're able to give back in that matter it really is a game changer for everything you know i want to get to that position where i am so good at what i like the field that i'm in that i'm able to you know answer any question that i'm able to like lend a helping hand to be a mentor to somebody i think that's like a point uh like i know that i've reached a point in my life i'm there Mm-hmm. But I'm able to mentor people and really be able to give some of that knowledge back right. and really help others. I mean, it's kind of it. It it sounds counterintuitive, but it, there is a reality in the feeling of giving something to someone and taking something from someone. Not like give me that motherfucker, but like receiving a, a gift or something and giving a gift. The feeling that you get from giving a gift and seeing someone's reaction whether it's good or bad, like that excitement and feeling is always, no matter what the gift in question is, feels better than receiving something. And like that, uh, that goes back to like what I was saying a little bit earlier about like how when you're receiving gifts, it feels like you don't deserve it as much. But like there is like an exponential amount of growth and love in the moment where you give a gift out to someone that you thoughtfully picked out or even if you were on the way home and you just saw something you're like wait they would fucking love that shit like let me get that real quick like just the the simple thought of giving something to someone and seeing their reaction that moment is is beautiful like it's irreplaceable other than other moments like it i don't i don't even know how to describe it but what i'm start trying to say is that like it it's it sounds counterintuitive until you experience it, until you get to that place and you, you are able to, whether it's financially or even shit, if you make a fucking Christmas card or birthday card on cardboard and fold it in half, you know what I mean? Like, just the thought that, that counts, you know what I mean? But there is this, like, divine level of feeling whenever you can make someone else's day if that makes sense just by you taking a couple seconds out of yours you know minutes hours or whatever it is but sacrificing a little bit of your day to give someone else's day a boost it will is will always trump whatever you think you getting a fucking even if you were given a fucking private jet motherfucker how are you going to fuel it <laughs> eat dicks <laughs> you know what i mean like I that you. I, you know what i mean i think it's uh, like some people can't see it. Some people won't see it. Some people don't want to see it, you know? Yeah. But it's the, like sometimes giving something that joy in return right. is you know, in itself enough. For some people, I'm not saying for everybody, but for some people that is enough. And that, that's, what they, that's all they ask for. And it's hard to understand that sometimes because those people come few and far between. Like, what do you want? You know? Right. And there are, most people do want something in return. You're like, oh, I don't want anything. But then they come back later and they're like, remember that one time? Right. You're like, bro, shut the fuck up. You know? Right. I, I can't stand that shit. I'm going to be honest. Remember whenever I did that one time, you know? Like, it's like, bro, I didn't do it. Like, I don't Who's do counting? It. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, I did it because I don't give a fuck. Like, it's, it's menial. Most of that shit's menial. You know what I mean? It's like there's bigger tasks at hand. Like, 
you know, somebody who, like, give, like, the small terms, giving someone a ride, right? Or, you know, picking, yeah, I'm picking up soon. Or, like, or, like, helping them out in a time of need. It's, like, it's, that's menial shit. Like, if it's, like, not anything for you to really do it. And sometimes it's, like, some people act like it's really something. For, it's like, sure, if you're late to work and you you absolutely have no time, I yeah, don't get fired for me. I get it. But, like, if you're at your house and you just don't feel like getting up off the couch, but I, I need you and you're saying, ah, don't act like a, you're a friend. Like, that's fucked up. You yeah, know what I mean? Don't like act that. like <laughs> you, you did me a sir. Actually, I'll... I would rather you have not come and helped me at all than you having me. Oh, well, it's like. And not, not to generalize, not. I get there are exceptions to every rule, but for most people, if they're asking something of you, it's because they don't want to be asking it of you and they're putting themselves through asking it of you because they actually need you. Most people don't want to bother you with a ride unless they actually need a fucking ride. And I, like uh, nobody, there are obviously there are exceptions to the rule. Like I said, there are exceptions to the rule, but those people suck, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is, is that for the majority of people, whenever they're asking for help, it's not because they don't need the help. It's because they need the help, and they typically don't feel good about asking. It's typically an awkward question. W- could you please, stranger? Usually, it's, could you please, Mister Stranger, help me do this thing that you don't have to do? <laughs> it's like that's not a comfortable question. That's not a comfortable conversation. But that doesn't mean they don't need you. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't. You have the choice, obviously, but understand that this person is probably going out on the fucking on a limb hoping that you won't make it too uncomfortable for them because they're already uncomfortable asking you. Yeah. I mean you get both both people I've definitely met I mean I I have too, but what I'm saying is is those the people on the other side of that that don't relate to being uncomfortable asking for help that are just like, yeah, you got it. Th- those people suck. I yeah. get that. So, people yeah. that are like, just like, <laughs> I don't need to go further. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, kind of uh, f- going off of that, kind of feeding into this uh, next little topic here. Uh, it Life is like a, it's a crazy thing trying to figure all of that out. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of figuring out your place and figuring what you do take pride in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And life is one of those things where it like doesn't really give you I mean, there's no roadmap really. Yeah, there's no right or wrong. We, well, we, there's some we want right there or to wrongs. be. We want yeah, but we want there to be like we want r- the right and wrongs of life to be very black and white. We want things laid out to for us, yeah. Things to be across the board. But the unfortunate factor is that there is typically an exception to every rule. And for everything that you think is positive, there's at least one version of it that's negative. And for everything that you think is negative, there's at least one version of it that's positive. That's a very difficult thing to deal with whenever you get into complex and dark topics. Whenever you get into complex situations and dark situations, it's difficult to understand that there can be positive to everything. And not everything is all bad. And, and I'm not saying that there are, everything is all good either. What I'm saying is is that whenever you get into these complex conversations, it's difficult to get into the realities. If you want to, you have to get into the details because there is no generalization and no like right or wrong. 
It's like the idea of uh, you shouldn't steal, right? But then what if you're stealing to feed your family? You know, like, then okay? No, it's not okay. Well, then my family's going to starve. Is that okay? No, that's not okay. Well, then you have to make a decision on what's morally worse. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think I'm going to go into, like, my kind of tangent based off of that. But uh, going on that, though, um, I think it's always weird to have an opinion on something like that. You're not yeah. really willing to lend a hand. Right. Or really do anything. If you don't have a solution, but you yes. want to outline the issue, it is simply just shining a light on an issue without purpose. Yeah, you, it's it's always weird to be like, well, you should have did this or should have did that. Why didn't you do that? And it's like, are you going to help me? Or You know, it's like always when people, uh, you know, like me, I don't like wearing a case on my phone. I get it. That's probably like I could buy a case. But it's like when people are like, oh, you don't have a case. You need to get a case. I'm like, are you going to buy me, buy me a case? Right. No, why do you have an opinion right. on it? What do you say, like? What is you saying that mean for anything or anybody? Right. You're just saying shit because you want to have an opinion on something, or you're saying it because you feel it necessary. That and like a lot of people want to have. It goes back to a little bit of like authority. I feel like a lot of people lack, or feel like they lack authority in their own lives. That they always have to seek seek out authority like they see other people as an authority figure but they don't see themselves as an authority figure so in any situation where they feel like they have an upper hand or a piece of information they utilize that as the ability to be an authority figure in that situation i think this is this is going to lead into to what i'm saying but it it's always does that make sense yeah I, i think that is true there are those people for sure that like they don't necessarily have full control or they don't really necessarily feel like they're so the moment they grasp a little bit they they, they take it yeah take advantage of it right okay but i was definitely more gonna go along the lines of like i think a lot of people have this idea of what they like it goes back you know think what's right and wrong or like this is the path that it's supposed to be it's mostly people thinking that they know fact is none of us know right we know what we know but then that could easily be changed bullshit yeah, and change in a heartbeat. Like the the fact of yeah. this is like life is constantly changing. It's, it's life is not necessarily more like set in stone. It's more like a uh what's something that more like I was gonna say a sponge that takes in but that's not it. Like something that more is like constantly flexible. I mean it's uh malleable. It's very mal yeah, life is very malleable. There you go. And uh with that being said, it's like every people feel like they know things. Or yeah. they have an idea of what it's supposed to be. But it's like my idea of what it's supposed to be. It's not like your idea of what it's supposed to be. Not their idea of what it's supposed to be. We all have this different idea of what things are supposed to be based off of whatever the circumstances were in which we grew up or which we were told or which we've learned based off of our personal experiences. And the fact of the matter is, it'll be different for everybody. It's not the same thing. You giving your advice to somebody or you telling uh, anybody your own preference, it, I mean, it can only go so far, I think. Until right. someone wants to accept that and understand that and maybe apply that in some manner, it goes. It's like the oldest saying of, uh, you know, no one. The oldest. The oldest <laughs> saying of all time. <laughs> the first saying. The first one. Adam said to Eve. I always say it. It's the first <laughs> saying. No, it's, it's uh, 
fuck, you made me forget. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> whenever you said that, I was like, are you sure? Was it written in stone? Was it translated 150 times from ancient Aramaic? Or fuck, what was the last <laughs> thing I just said? You made me forget now, dude. Holy shit, it was... Uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought because you said that. I'm sorry. Thanks. But really? I do hear what you're saying. I think that uh, it is difficult for people to see the complexities of life outside of their own perspectives, that there can be more than the right way because the right way to you is just based off of one, your childhood, what you thought was, what you thought was supposed to be, how how things were supposed to be. Uh, then going into your pre-adolescent, like adolescent area type shit of you trying to formulate for yourself what you were taught versus what you're experiencing and then taking all of that into the person that you are right in front of me and trying to formulate this new thing of like, I don't want to be how my parents were and I don't want to be how like the bullies in school were and I don't want to be how my teachers were, so I want to do blank. And like that, th- that process is different for everybody, especially if like you didn't have parents or didn't have a teacher or didn't have guiding like forces in your life. There, that process of building the person that you are and how you think and how you see the world is a process that is not just different for everyone, has completely different setups like that the. the the thought that you it's the game of life, like the board game, like the thought that it's just like college or career. Fuck no. It's like 160 different fucking avenues and you got to pick the right one for yourself. You nobody's going to pick that shit for you. If they if they do, it feels forced. If they do, then you typically rebel against it. Like the, the only way for you to find your path is for you to decide it. And then that makes you responsible for your path. <laughs> Yeah, so I think starting this new job kind of like, I mean, I've always had kind of the idea of it, but like starting this job really put things more into perspective mm-hmm. Uh, in the sense like, you know, I've served, I've done a couple other jobs, but I've served for the majority of Your, my, like my working career, career yeah, guess, yeah, 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 my working career, but it's, I make pretty good money doing that. I'm, I'm take, definitely taking a pay cut at this new job. I like, I, I feel like I have so much more purpose doing it. You know, right? And it's like I'm making more money serving, but dude, the job sucks so much. It's like, what am I really doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And people take it too seriously. There's a lot of aspects to it I don't really care for, mm-hmm. but you know, there are, are there are some pa- aspects of the restaurant industry I do uh, appreciate, and that's like at a higher level of people who really care about the food and care about you know the ingredients and care about what they're doing. You know, a lot of restaurants aren't that. You right. know what I mean? It's a money grab. But fact of the matter is like. I make more money doing that. I'm making less money doing this other thing. But I definitely, like, there's a lot of things like that, like construction or whatever the case may be of people doing these things they have passion about, you know, or things that they really enjoy doing. And they might not make as much money as other people. And I think, like, putting, like, certain aspects of, like, social nobility. Social constructs. Not even just constructs, but, like, uh, like your placement in society that, I argue is not the way, right word. But you like, say nobility. Yeah, right. Being noble. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with like ranking or like where you like land and uh. Like how people view you and like being like 
I guess nobility would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, at first, I thought you said mobility. I was no, no, like, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like, Fair are enough. Are talking about handicapped people? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just basically how people uh, like view you and like where you stand, your social standing. You know, yeah. and it's weird how we kind of view that and how it's kind of just like fucked up. It's it's screwed. Is that the right word? Screwed. Like the concept is strewed a little bit. Like it's construed. No. What are you word. trying to say? I think it's strewed. give me some concepts clues. Strewed the co- it's strewed. I don't <laughs> know if that I don't know if that adds up to me, buddy. I'm not trying to play grammar police or anything. But I am fucking coming across some weird ones here. <laughs> yeah, scattered or spread. Strewed over a surface or area. How does that spelled? S T R E W. That's a word. All right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's Vocab. Weird. Hey, <laughs> we're figuring shit out. All right. But anyways, it's like the idea of like social standing and like what holds value is kind of strewed because there's a lot of these things and a lot of these people in our communities that are passionate, are people that take pride in what they do, how we view that, how that places us in, in this whole system of what we're viewing things you know like the whole nine to five versus you know like, why don't you make a bunch of money and then the whole follow your dreams or why don't you be stable it, it's just weird because everyone has their own view on what's going to bring you happiness or what's going to bring value to your life or whatever you know is going to benefit your life whether you have kids or whether you don't or whether you know you you want to buy a house any of those things you know there's a bunch of factors that kind of play into whatever you feel like is best for you in that moment like we don't have kids Right, right, but so we're we're like over here, like yeah, dude, we could buy fucking all this equipment, yeah, I can and fuck we could I can buy yeah. basketball cards if I want. To. I'll do I'll do a <laughs> podcast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. But also, fuck, I lost my train of thought. I was about to say, um, keep keep going. Nice. <laughs> so like, yeah, you could you could buy podcast equipment, but it's just like the way that we're looking at life. In my opinion, is there's no direct roadmap. There's no exact choice in which we're doing things and which way we, that we should go. And it's t- uh, I remember. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. You can go. You what go. I was gonna say is, is that like it's 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 kind of crazy how we're selective with when we do and don't understand that we're different from other people. That like when someone's explaining to you about, uh, yeah, me and the wife, we went this. It's like there is that internal thing where you're like, couldn't be me, and that that in itself is like an acceptance in a way it's an acceptance that people are fucking different that this is another person right in front of you telling you that they want to do something that you would never fucking do not saying that 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 the example i just brought up is something you would never do what i'm saying is it's like whenever you have you ever heard someone's like telling you something you're like that sounds awful but they're excited about it in your head you're like that sounds awful that is you accepting that people are different but people are so selective. Whenever you hear about like something in the news, you like start to get twisted about it. Like I, I can't believe they're doing that. I can't believe people think like this. It's like, how can you not understand that people are that different? There are that many different perspectives. There, yeah, there are similarities. There are some things that we can get along with. But name one person that is. I don't. I know. I know people that are twins that have completely different perspectives. Same. They share fucking DNA. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're telling me that that 
Like that's what that's kind of what I'm at. Is like there are so many different perspectives. Those people were born in the same family, had the same parents, grew up with the same, looking the same, and basically acting the same. The only thing that didn't happen was they had different brains and went on different paths. But like that, that's even those two people having different perspectives kind of goes to show like the unique ability that we have to create a new perspective at like by the person and that kind of translates into this ability or inability to generalize anything because like going back to what we were saying earlier how there is an exception to every rule there's a person that will tell you they had a great life after they've been through hell and then there's people that have had a great life that will tell you they're in hell and that is a reality that we have to face that like perspective is the kind of shaping form of these realities that we kind of coexist in whenever you're not willing to take someone else's perspective into account you're also discounting the fact that there is an entire parallel reality right in front of you that you're saying fuck that too you know what i mean like they it doesn't have to be that deep, but like to a degree, we have these different perspectives. We come from the same stuff. We are made of the same materials. We're all people, whether we're all connected or not, whether a God runs through us or not. Relatively, we can't we have the inability to look past our own selves when we feel connected to a topic, whenever it's about trans rights or fucking uh, Ukraine or whatever the topic of the news is to distract the media of or distract the people. uh, It's always divisive enough in that way, in the way that there it leads people to this misunderstanding that people are different, not different because like were any worse or better but different in the way that nobody is the fucking same and they are not supposed to be <laughs> if every it's fucking age-old shit is if everyone was the same nothing would be fun nothing would be great you'd never be happy again because everything would be mundane and everything would be black like if everything was black and white and there was no more gray areas then what would life what would the meaning of life be if everything was figured out and every answer was answered what would your journey entail You'd be at the destination. I think it's crazy. without the journey. I mean, the journey is important. I don't. It's one of those things where it's like there's always something. You know? Yeah. There's, there's always a next step, and everyone wants to get there, but then you you know you end up looking back. This moment. You know, I m- kind of miss it almost. Yeah. Those things are what define you. In the moment, you're just so ready to get wherever you're going, you don't appreciate it as much, and then you're always looking back on it. Oh, I gotta find this quote. I forgot it. Low key. Live, laugh, love. Not that. I think it's that. Uh, definitely not. Let's see. We're gonna talk into the mic. Can is it? You picking up? It w- it's been picking up, but you were just like. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Like <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so it is by Alan Watts, and it's like most of us would have rather money than tangible wealth, and a great occasion is somehow spoiled for us unless photographed. And to read about it. In the next day in the newspaper is oddly more fun to us than the original event. Mm-hmm. Which, with that being said, is like, you know, we like to look back on these things and really like, ah. Uh, the bask in it's like the, the, nostalgia the glory factor. of what it was. Yeah, like it's like, oh, uh, like when you're looking back on it, it brings all these good memories. But in the moment, you're like, dude, the fuck? Like, in the moment, you're like, dude, this sucks. But then you look back like, ah, oh, man, wasn't that such a great time? Yeah, I feel that. You know, and it's crazy because we don't enjoy enough of what's going on now. 
and kind of to just dive deeper into to what we're talking about here, uh, like, so, I mean, this is mainly, like, America-based. I mean, most of the people, but just in case anyone stumbles upon it that isn't from America, it, it's just, like, living here, you know, our system is so fucked, right? But the thing is, is it's tough because there's a bunch of ways that we're like, oh, you know, this is how you should live your life. This is how you should live your life. Whatever the case may be, maybe you shouldn't spend as much money here, or maybe you should stop doing this. But the fact is, a lot of the the system is not even like they don't tell a shit. Like right. Schooling doesn't explain any of that shit to us. Like, okay, how do bank loans work? Right. How the fuck do interest rates work? How does checking and savings account? I mean, th- those are pretty like so, for the most part. But like, but you'd be surprised. Yeah. Right. And, like, how do I open up one? Or how how do I Manage a business. Like, any of those things. I guess you go to business school and college, but college itself is a business. And it's like, some people can't afford to go to college, or they have to go into crippling debt to go into college. And so there's all these, it's tough because everyone's, this is the, right, this is the way that you should do things, right, in order to make a living. Like, that's not an option for everybody. Right. Everyone has to make their own decision. Yeah. Everyone has to do what's best for them in that moment. And, you know, some people want to, some people would rather buy a bunch of shit and then, you know, have nothing. Some people would rather save all their money and have nothing. Right. And this isn't to this isn't to demonize people that spend their money, but it is to it is to say that like people should start to take accountability for their spending in financial situations. If you can't afford it and you are spending, then you should be aware of what you're doing to yourself. Don't just say I'm good and it's going to be all going to work itself out. Like that's not how you get yourself out of those situations. But it is also to say that if you want to fuck off and you can't afford it, fuck off, figure it out later. As long as you're willing to figure it out later, don't be the person that says I'm going to fuck off and it'll all work itself out. Like that's how you make bad decisions. But if you are willing to work and do what you got to do to make sure you are good or if you have a family in that position, if you have kids, I feel a lot differently. I don't think you should be fucking up. I think you should be attending to your children and doing whatever you can to be be attending your children. And if that's controversial, that's great. But I don't care. (laughs) My biological father did not raise me. (laughs) I'm. My position is fair, just as fair as your position saying you want to go to a Beyonce concert whenever you have a kid. Go to your Beyonce concert. Go. I don't have a problem with it. But I'm not really hearing the the conversation of, like, I can't find a sitter. I'm going to have to just – it's like, no, if you can't find a sitter, then your child's more important, right? Like, I'm sorry. It sucks, yeah. I'm sorry, but, like – I don't care how much you paid for the tickets. <laughs> I, think, I think more so where, like, my opinion lies on, on stuff like that is, like, look, no matter what you, like, finding a way isn't always the easy in right. any situation. No matter what the case is of fi- whatever finding a way means for you, you know what I mean? Maybe right. getting the new job or maybe that means, you know, like, getting a promotion or maybe finding a way might mean Fucking finding a better way could house. be checking yourself into a rehab facility. Yeah, yeah, whatever that might mean. Finding a way could be different for everybody, and it just means putting one st- foot in front of the other. It's trying to better yourself. Yes, and the thing is, I think where I'm at is in situations where people don't try at all. They don't mm. really care to try, and then they're wondering why things are happening the way they're happening. Or they're like, 
I'm just not getting anywhere, or I, th- my life sucks. Or, and don't get me wrong, it's hard to come out of some of those places. There are yeah. things like depression, anxiety, you know, that also hinder you in a way as well. So it makes it things more difficult. But I'm more talking about the people who just constantly victimize themselves and aren't even willing to really try. And don't get me wrong, life's hard. Sometimes people try, 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 and things just don't give in. And that's tough, too. There's a difference between trying and failing and then never trying and ending up in the same place as the people that tried and failed. And then wondering why. No, not necessarily wondering why, but the people that tried and failed, they get to tell themselves they gave it their all. They don't have to wonder what would have happened if they did this or that. You are in the same place as them, and that doesn't make you any better than them. It actually makes you far worse because... What could have happened if what what could you have been if you would have applied yourself? But where I'm at is I would definitely give more my, like even to the person like the person who like endle- endlessly tries and is like doing their best to they make something. To of it, but they might not be really like that. I guess that's they get what to I'm live with the peace and and knowledge that they gave it their all. I mean, uh, no, not every person is going to find success even if they put their a hundred percent effort into it. But at the end of the day, they get to look in the mirror and say, I never, I never stopped. I never gave up. I did what I could to the greatest of my ability. That's a different, like, that's in, it, in its own way a success story. Yeah. I think going back to where I was, like, also, like, the whole social standing thing, I think I would give more of my respect to the person who might be going through it, right? But they're working their ass off to maybe provide for whoever it is. Let's say they might not have children, they might have a family or they're. Right, sick mother, it could be kids, whatever, a spouse, whatever the case may be, right? Make sure there's a house over their head to make sure there's food on the table. The person who's endlessly busting their ass to make sure those things happen and taking pride in whatever they do because they care that much about their situation rather than someone who might have it all and is fucking it all up. I mean, don't get me wrong, you have the ability to do whatever you want with whatever you have. I mean, no one can tell you what to do. But I would have way more respect for the person who might not be seen as someone who's doing much with their life, but is making the most out of it, rather than someone who's seen as having the most and doing absolutely fucking way. Right. Like, that shit's just not, I mean, it, it's my personal opinion, doesn't matter that much, but it's just like that. I think sometimes priorities in the way that we view things is a little fucked, because it's like we all have different ways to have our own. Yeah. To create I mean, a life for ourselves. And it's like you shouldn't. Comparison is the thief of joy. Easiest way to put that. Yeah, and beyond the comparison being the thief of joy, you have to also find what what I've been talking about recently. I've talked to you about is like to me, it's really fucking insane that there is truly on this planet one of billions in the galaxy. On this planet, there's 7 billion different versions of a perfect day. There's 7 billion different versions of how to spend 24 hours in the perfect way. You just have to find what yours is. You just have to find how you would like your life to be spent. And attack that on a daily basis. If it's fucking... Being a marketing agent and working twenty fucking twenty hours a day, six days a week to make sure your company's at the forefront of the marketing field, and that's what drives you. Do it. That is never gonna drive me. <laughs> that's never gonna be what I wanted to do. But that does not mean that that is not what you want to do. 
the fuck off. Do that shit. I'm not going to tell you that's weird. I'm not going to tell you that's crazy. What I'm going to tell you is, is that's not my perfect day. But if that's yours, then how can anyone tell you that that's not what you should do with your life? I'm obviously this this completely discounts the people that are like my perfect day includes murder. <laughs> I'm not I'm not encouraging people to go commit crimes. What I'm saying is is that if you can find the way that you want to spend your life in the perfect way, why not? Why wouldn't you chase that? And if you, even if you fall short, it's the old adage of fucking shooting for the stars and you'll land some or shoot for the moon and you'll land somewhere among the stars type shit and that's true i mean not actually <laughs> but it it is true conceptually it is that you shooting for the highest thing that you possibly can shoot for is going to land you probably not at that place but in a really really nice place that you never would have expected yeah and because of that drive because of the the goal the it was never the destination like you like we said it's it's about the journey and where how you're fueling that tank to get down that road yeah and i I mean not to be cliche here but i mean i have really been viewing life a game not like it's like it's life's a game haha you know what i mean but there are there really are levels the shit for real and it's like what i mean by that not in the basic there's levels of this shit for real you know but like what I mean is, no matter what you decide to do, right, there's going to be obstacles to overcome. There's going to be challenges, things you have to complete before you can move on to the next one, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the simplest way to put it. It's just, you know, whatever you decide to do, right, you're not going to be the fucking biggest, best person off the bat. And you might not ever be, the like, the number one spot, but you could be the best version of yourself at, at any given time, and that's going to be inspiring to somebody at some point. Mm-hmm. Maybe even inspiring to yourself. And creating a life that you've always wanted to live, which, you know, is I think everyone kind of wants to live the best life that they envision for themselves, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's going to take, you know, whatever. Like, for me, let's just say, like, I want to throw, like, bigger events, right? That means some of that might mean me throwing free shows. It yeah. might mean me losing money. It might yeah. mean... He's just throwing. Not might. No, I'll tell you right now. It fucking will. Yeah. <laughs> I already have. You know, I already have. You know, I fucking already didn't get money back, you know? Yeah. Throwing shows that have, which I've done. I've thrown a, sh- a, a show on a ranch that had 15 people show up. Literally, it's throwing these things that have nobody. It's throwing things where you don't make any money. Throwing free shows. Eventually working your way to a point where people are like, I enjoy this and I'll come out, you know, but that I mean, that's a specific example, but it's that for whatever it is, you know, like for being a doctor, it's endless hours of studying and school and busting your ass and stressing. But even that is like, so I was telling you about my doctor and like he was kind of going over it with us and like. It's interesting how. Like I said, like it's interesting how I kind of landed in like the perfect position with this doc because like he kind of went over with me about like his career before he became a, a doctor. This dude is honestly like one of us. Like he's traveling. He said I worked at Best Buy, I worked at Taco Bell, I worked at Jack in the Box, I worked at this restaurant, I worked at this warehouse, I worked at this place. I did all this shit while I was going to school. You know, like. Not even while I was going to school, before I was going to school, and then while I was going to school. Like before I ever had dreams of doing what I'm doing now, before I ever got my shit together, I was doing all this shit, all jobs where I had to deal with people. 
And that's the thing that most doctors don't have is that experience with people. Most doctors, they go through college, they go through their school, they get their A's, they do what they're supposed to do, get their degrees, start open up their own practice or go get hired at one. They never dealt with a single patient. There are some people he like said, that. I dealt with patients before I ever started going to school, before I ever dealt with a thought process of going to school. I've been dealing with patients without knowing I was dealing with patients. It was a Taco Bell customer, a fucking Best Buy customer, or a, a dealer at this warehouse that was trying to get a better price, or like dealing with people on a real basis in, in reality prepared me more than any of those. Like Once I got the d dental work knowledge and stuff like that, that, it was cake. Now I get to connect with people, help them do whatever I can. And I, of course I'm going to get paid too. It's not cheap, but <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like that, that, like that degree of being personable, that degree of having experience dealing with people and understanding a person from not just what they're presenting to you, but the background information of why they're presenting it to you. That is valuable information that college will not teach you. That is valuable information that you have to, to teach yourself by going out on those limbs. Whether you're in college or not, you can be in, on campus in college, never go to a single social event, never go to a single party, never try to join a single club, never do a single communicative thing that in your entire career, get your degree, completely leave college without any college experience other than the books you know what I'm i mean as far as say some of those social groups like you're only within your own bubble and you're that's not, that too that that too and like if you're only hanging out with other people that are going to doc like getting their doctorates in whatever in medicine or you know or dental, whatever dental, that's yeah. what i'm saying that's kind of you're like only hanging out with people that are in that so you're getting no experience with right. anybody else so like when you have to deal with these people you know, you're either frustrated or you don't know what to do or you know you're just not and i think not not i mean specific example doctors but I no, think yeah. with any field that honestly is where a lot of them fall short is because they're arrogant in any, but that's any field and mm -hmm. they think they know things, but they fall short in certain categories because they weren't willing to do all those other things or willing to learn. Like it's that willing to learn. We just do these things that we think we're supposed to do without being, actually learning. It's being a level of like uncoachable. You, you think that you've already done the work so that you can do no wrong, that nobody should be able to tell you what is or what isn't because you reach this status level. It's, it's the un inability to be corrected, you know, like the inability for you to like. And it's not like people can't do it. It's that you deal with it when they do. You don't know how to handle someone correcting you because you think you've reached this rank or status. And I hate that about like uh, especially serving jobs whenever it's like a a server that'll get promoted to being a manager and they just completely switch up their entire like personality they're never the person that they were when they were a server again they're now this new manager person and acting like they never were a server you know what i mean like you've, there's been people that are like that that just like it too many times it's difficult too because it's times. like i know you <laughs> i know who you are like i've like without getting too Boy, with it's like I done drugs with you, motherfucker. How you gonna act like this now? <laughs> like uh, it's it's hilarious, but it's also like it's disgusting because it shows you kind of what that like power can do to people. Because it's not even real power. It's just like this fake kind of. 
get your shit together, power. I wouldn't even like. say just power. I would say also just the lack of lack knowledge or the inability to understand how to set the boundary of professionalism and you know friendship. It's like yeah. you could still be the same person, right. but learn how to set proper boundaries of hey, I am still a professional. Right. I still fuck with you. Right. But look, I gotta let you know, like I am professional. I am your manager. I got I gotta make you do this. And if you don't like that, that's on you. But this is something I do have to do. Nothing against us, like our relationship. And there like there's, See, and there's ways like, of approaching that and knowing how to do that, but people aren't it's one of those things it's like you didn't it, and not to keep like talking about my job or anything, but like straight up that's exactly how it is because my doctor came up to the front desk the other day and like just like slapped me on the back of my head. He was like, Fresh cut. I was like, I do not have a haircut right now. He's like, I know, I just felt like doing That's not something I could do to him. I can't just go up to, in his office and be like <laughs> You know what I mean? I can't just slap the shit out of him. I still have to be a professional about it, even though it's playful and like friendly. I'm not just gonna go slap him because he did that shit to me. Like I'm gonna eat that shit. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Some people have a, might have a problem with being touched like that. I, I don't give a fuck. I mean, but like in that situation, like I was like, I can't do that to you. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta respect you a little bit more than I think you respect me. <laughs> But I think that's also him setting that precedent of like, yes, you know, like it, it, we can it's be playful. Setting a bound, it's setting the boundary at a certain point and then me also respecting him a little bit more than that boundary type shit. Exactly. That's kind of where almost it's at. It's weird because in that dynamic, you almost respect him more because you're like, okay, you're, right. you're allowing some playfulness in the office. You are my boss. Right. So I, ca- I can't. <laughs> it's like it is that level of like you can cross that boundary. I cannot cross that boundary. Right. Exactly. Which is fair. That's I feel like a lot of people don't understand that that is a healthy boundary in my opinion. I agree. I it, think there should there should be a level of play. That's why I said I don't have a problem with it because it's like I mean I know there are people like don't fucking touch me like and I get that. I people I'm not trying to judge. I'm just saying I am not a person that is like that. If you want to touch me and I don't have a problem like with you, then you can touch me. <laughs> only only below the belt. <laughs> My girlfriend's really going to beat my ass. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, She'll beat your ass, all right. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, going back to it, though, is, it is one of those things where that is one of those uh, setting boundaries. That, like, when you get to that level, it's understanding that. Which, like you said, it's going through all those, that bullshit mm. and under, to understand all that. You know, like, the journey really does matter. The process really does matter. We A lot of us hate the fucking process because it means a lot of bullshit. But it's like when you really take that with an open mind, dude, a lot of that bullshit is like it's under like it helps. It's helpful. Like not, I, I'm not saying that's all across the board. Like, no, with bullshit, there's but. Uh, and I it does suck that we live in this society where we have to meet every sentence we say with a disclaimer of like, I know how this sounds to some people, but I'm going to say what this what I'm saying. It does not apply to that. I'm saying it about this. I'm so sorry <laughs> if you take this the wrong way. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just trying to say something. Uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark Norman has a bit about that, which is kind of funny. But anyways, continue. It's tough that you have to do that. But um, whenever it comes to, I think, like boundaries and things, like it is important to remember that like everyone's boundaries are different. And also it's important to remember that people aren't like, you're you're not deserving of people to meet you at your boundaries. That is that is I think a key point that people forget is that it's a, it is important to set your boundaries, 
but the expectation that everyone is supposed to meet your boundaries once you set them, that's fictitious. Most people don't give a fuck about what you want <laughs> or how you see the world or what you want things to be. Most people don't give a shit. Like, it's very fictitious. Like, I think it's fiction for people to realistically think, like, I set my boundary here, so you must oblige to it. Like, if you respect me and I respect you, I think there will be a very strong chance you do oblige to it. But if you're a stranger, there's zero percent chance you're obliging to my boundaries. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I think a lot of people want that. I think a lot of people forget that, is that there is zero obligation for people to meet you at your boundaries. It takes two to tango. It takes two to tango. <laughs> but kind of going off also on that, like, life is a game and just, like, understanding different things. Right in like the process. Of There's a story I always remember. It's actually a true story. You can look it up on Google. There's a person who started with a paperclip, and they ended up with a house. Oh, the 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 trade up guy. They, yeah, they just kept trading for different. I mean, it took them years to get there. You know. What yeah, I mean? I've seen a kid that does like that, but like on a very smaller scale. He'll start with like uh say a Pokemon card that's rare or whatever, and he'll like go up to random people at conventions and say, "Would you be willing to trade me something of equal?" or more value for this i'm trying to like build up to have enough for an xbox or something like that you know what i mean and like just seeing like the people that are willing to like take into what he's saying is like yeah i'll give you something that's like worth more than that i'll take an l on this trade just so i can get that and be a part of your channel type shit yeah that's inspiring like people don't really give that many fucks and if you do show a passion people will help you (laughs) it's kind of crazy it's also i don't know it's just that story to me is one of those things like with perseverance dedication like the the will to try and to think and to overcome like certain challenges or critical thinking in general like how can i do this you know and then there's still gonna be haters is like it's not that nice of a house he started with a paper clip can we be real with ourselves? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it was a long process. And, like, there was, like, a period where, you know, he really couldn't do much. But he figured, you know, he figured it out. And that going into that, it's like, you will. Like, that is life. You will. It's not going to just be given to you. It's like, this is a sure done deal. You got, you're going to have to figure out, like, parts of life. You're going to have to go through some of the bullshit. You're going to have to research shit on the Internet. How can I do this? And then learn for yourself. The Internet's not going to have all your specific situations. So you're going to have to do all these long processes, figure all this stuff out. But understanding that is like, okay, this is actually because you're working towards something, giving your life a purpose. I know that's a big thing. A lot of people want just some kind of purpose. It's just find something and it's just doing something. That's literally, I, it's really weird how my mindset has becoming just like doing, like ending up where you want to be is just doing it until you end up where you want to be. Determination. Yeah, just c- continuously retrying, continuously doing things. Figuring it out, you know, critical thinking is a big part of that sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, how can I get out of this or how can I switch? Well, I think a big part of it is like overcoming distraction. That's a huge part of it is because it's easy to fail at something and then be distracted by something else and then just never go back to that thing that you failed at. You know what I mean? It it is difficult to like stay focused on things that you're not finding success in with the goal to eventually that's in it yeah so that that i think is a big obstacle for people is overcoming that like resistance to continue down a path that hasn't really shown any positive benefits yet other than how they feel when they're doing it which i i think shouldn't be discounted whatsoever but it's not 
easy to show someone else. Like it's not you can't tell your wife, yeah, I'm doing this podcast because I it's gonna end up somewhere one day or anything like that. It, they other people just see it as you wasting your time or not necessarily at least at the very least not utilizing your time to the best of your ability. And that in itself is a judgment from their own perception, but it's a fair judgment if they're like a family member or something because they don't want they don't want you to fail. They want what's best for you, but it's like a not understanding that you are getting a positive benefit out of it. It just hasn't. It's not something you tangibly show them yet. It's just the feeling that you get when you're doing it, releasing or when you're uh, talking to people about what you're doing, and just that that passion inside of you is not yet tangible. But that does not mean you finish it. Yeah, I mean it goes back to kind of well. Well, I mean, not to what we were saying, but just like it's kind of like a quote. I'm gonna butcher this, it's not quote, but it's like along the it's lines. It's gonna paraphrase something. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> along, there we go. I'm not quoting, but along the lines of you know, you only failed if like the bell rings or if it's over. You know, yeah. if it like, if if it's not over, you haven't failed. You know what right. I mean? If it's not the end of whatever it is, you haven't failed. Right. Like, are you still kicking? Are you still going? It's like, do you still have uh, the ability to do something? Right. You haven't failed. Failure is the. Uh, is the decision to stop trying. Yeah. Essentially. It's like you haven't failed until y- it's over. Like, okay, is that, like, did just that not become an option anymore because of something? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and even then, that might not be failure. Do you still have the ability to pivot, do something based off of that? You know, there's yeah. always a, a chance to pivot. Like, you get new shit comes up. All right, on the spot, think. I got to do something else, right? But, like. What can I do based off of this that already, you know what I mean? It's, it's just that right. experience. It's that paperclip, the house. Yeah. It's not going to come all at once. and no, It's not like he went from paperclip to house instantly. It took years trading bullshit for bullshit until someone wanted something. You know what I mean? It is difficult to live like in this weird po- polarity that we have where we're we're in the perspective that we have, in the point of view that we are which is one of seven billion. So it doesn't feel like it's very, I guess, important isn't the right word. It's, uh, it feels like your, prog- like your contribution to the, the planet, or at least like to the species, is infinitesimal. It doesn't feel like you have like that much control over the universe in just your perspective. Um, in the same way that it it doesn't feel like your life is relatively that long in the way that you can look forward in time and say like i i'm average life is say 80 years or whatever um when you look back in time time feels like it's nothing like it's infinitesimal like you can say like uh high school felt like it was just a few days ago or not too not not you know people talk about that all the time but it's this polarity of not really knowing how to understand like how much weight we have in the how much we actually mean to the planet you know what i mean we think that out one out of seven billion like uh i'm i don't know if you've had this thought but i i know a lot of people that have is that like people would be all right without me people would people would be just fine if i wasn't here like I, i know people that have that thought all the time so 
I think what you're doing and not is not understanding like the significance and importance that you hold in this place. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a uh, quote from God Atlas. I always say it's like at the end, he's like, you're nothing but a drop in an endless ocean. And then, you know, the reply is, what is an ocean but a bunch of endless drops? Right. And and that's that's a good uh, that's a great way of of kind of saying what I'm trying to say is because we exist in this polarity of swimming in that endless ocean, not knowing that without us in it, it wouldn't operate properly. We think that everything would be just fine if we didn't exist or if we died tomorrow, everybody would get over it one day or people would forget about me or something. But that's it's not that simple. It's not as black and white as you'd like it to be. There are so much intricacies and complexity to your place, to you being on this this earth that it's it goes beyond the things that you are able to see for yourself. Does that make sense? 100 percent. That's I, I think kind of what I was trying to get to is is that like there it's difficult to live inside of that polarity where you don't know how important you are and you don't respect the significance of your actions and things like that until it's until after you get to the point where you're looking back on it and saying that was just yesterday whenever it was 10 years you know what i mean it's like these these moments of realizations and these moments of clarity don't come whenever you would like them to. <laughs> they come whenever they are meant to. And sometimes it's maybe you're not learning the lesson that you keep fucking up on and you're not taking the, the mistake for what it should be. Um, sometimes it's you are doing what you're supposed to be doing and you unlock this new level of life for the work that you've put in towards that path that you've been on but it is understanding that nothing is forever that if you get to a good place you have to maintain it and the only way to get there is to get out of a bad place and if you're in a bad place the only way to get out of it is to work out of it and uh, yeah i get how again i have to make a disclaimer here i get that there are situations that are impossible to work out of i know that that exists too i'm not trying to speak for everyone what i'm trying to say is is that for the average person you have the availability to work yourself out of the bad situation that you're in and only you can do it yeah i think we could uh wrap it up there we covered a lot of stuff i think good episode um once again you know check out pac-man the movie uh have a show coming up homie fest on all socials rad dude dandy check us out check me out Checks out, you know, uh, out. Find, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, our Instagram, I think, is so f- underscore fine, underscore so underscore. We'll dandy. figure it out one yeah, day. Yeah, we'll get that. Uh, <laughs> I just recently actually changed our Twitter name to make it something a little bit more on the nose for us. So Rudolph? Th- right. So if our, tw- was, our Twitter now, if you want to go give us a follow, it's going to be fine dandy pod. That's fine. And dandy was already taken. Fine dandy? Fine dandy. What about ampersand? Can't do that. You can't do no an samples. ampersand? I tried. So, fine dandy pod is going to be our Twitter. So, it's a little bit simpler. Um, yeah, g- go follow the socials. Like, subscribe, stay tuned. There's going to be more to come. Appreciate all of you who have stayed with us. Continue to watch. Uh, you know, there's going to be much more 
Uh, we love to do this. We love bringing people on, uh, especially the last few guests. Once again, uh, great. So, anything you'd like to say, Josh, before we close out here? Mm, no, I think I got everything off my chest. Uh, you guys take care. Have thank a good thank one. you for joining us. Catch you next week. Been fine and dandy.